Good afternoon, Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media. Here for this week's Embedded Executive Podcast. This week, I'm with Steve Graves, who is the President and CEO of McObject. Hello, Steve. How are you? Good, Rich. How are you? Very good. Thank you. So I am going to take you to task here, and I'm allowed to do that because it's my podcast. Um, you guys announced a product a little while back um, that you're calling real-time, a real-time database. And I, I always have an issue with the term real-time because real-time doesn't really exist. I mean, it, it does, but it's, it's not something that we can achieve. Um, we can get near real-time, we can get pretty close to real-time, but we're not gonna actually get to real-time. So first of all, um, is what I'm saying accurate? And if it is, um, what do we do about that? And what's your definition of real time? And how do we get to what's good enough for most of these applications? Okay, so let's start with our definition of real time. So our definition of real time is uh, software that is considered to have failed if some timing deadline isn't met. So you're right, there's always gonna be some lag between whatever happened in the real world and the real time systems acknowledgement of that. Uh, but as long as that uh, fits within that timing deadline, then we consider that to be a, a real-time system. But isn't that deadline so application-specific? If I'm if I'm in an automotive application and I step on the brakes, that sucker better stop or I'm going to hit somebody. Whereas you know, there's other applications where real-time, and I'm doing air quotes, um, is less important. Well, that's certainly true. Um, and you're right, the deadlines are... Uh, set up by the real-time system developers to meet whatever parameters are required of the, the system they're developing. So your example is a good one. You know, the example I like to use is uh, analog brake systems. You stand on that brake pedal and the, the wheel locks up. System's got to be able to recognize that within some number of milliseconds and, and respond accordingly. And if it fails to do that within that deadline, then you can call that system a failure. So explain to me what you guys are doing with, with real-time? So these real-time systems are becoming more and more complex. Um, and again, an example I like to use is uh, the advanced driver assistance systems, uh, where you've got uh, a huge uh, sensor data fusion problem. So you've got data coming in from LiDAR and radar and maps and GPS and, uh, and whatnot. And you need to get all that data into one place so it can be uh, analyze coherently, that implies a database system. But uh, until now, there hasn't been a, a real-time database system. And uh, so that's why we brought Extreme to be RT to the market. So in this definition of yours, what deadlines are you able to meet? So that again is gonna be very system independent. Uh, so when we talk about a real-time database, we're talking about um, uh, transaction database transactions that have a deadline. So once again, it's gonna be up to the, the real-time system developers to assign that deadline. Um, so let's just say, for example, that you have a, a 100 millisecond deadline to respond to something in the database. We need to be, well, I got to back up again. So the definition of, a, of meeting the deadline in a real-time database system is that that transaction either 
successfully commits within the deadline or success, successfully aborts within the deadline. So we need to be able to know in the database runtime when too much time has passed in order for that transaction to be able to successfully commit and inform the, uh, the application that it has to abort that transaction. So the way we do that is uh, we wrote a transaction abort procedure that is that guarantees that the time we need to abort that transaction is uh, no more than the time that it took to apply the database changes up to that point in time. So you may change one, change two, change three, and all that took some number of milliseconds. It won't take any longer than that same number of milliseconds to undo change three, change two, change one, and abort that transaction. So given that determinism, we can then say that um, the worst case deadline for a transaction is half of the, of the real world deadline. So in other words, if you needed to finish within 100 milliseconds at the 50 millisecond mark, we need to uh, either determine that that transaction is being committed or it has to abort. Okay, so um, I don't mean this in a negative way, but are you passing the buck onto the hardware in terms of what's possible and, and, and what's not? Well, no. Um, so, you know, the, the challenge for us is, you know, what is a transaction? Is a transaction a single, insert of a record into the database or is a transaction uh, uh, a read of one record and then an update of five related records uh, and then maybe another update of the original record that was read. So the complexity of the transaction is uh, completely unknown to us. What we can tell you, uh, given certain hardware uh, and an in-memory database, uh, we can do uh, so many inserts of a record of a certain size with certain types of indexes within n number of microseconds. Um, so we can help the developers figure out what the database is capable of um, and then go from there. So is there a rule of thumb for developers that they should be following if, if they want to be real time or as, as, as near real time as possible? So again, that rule of thumb is that if you need that transaction to complete within for example, 100 milliseconds, then the timing deadline that you should pass into the database runtime is half of that number, 50 milliseconds. Because at the 50 millisecond mark, we need another 50 milliseconds to roll that transaction back. So if it hasn't committed by 50 milliseconds, we've got to roll it back in order for it to meet its timing deadline of 100 milliseconds. What you can never have in a real-time database system is transactions that run past their deadlines. That's failure. So, what were people able to attain in the past before you had this real-time database? Well, that's an interesting question. So, you know, for a long time, uh, embedded database vendors, uh, including ourselves, uh, have claimed that uh, they had databases that were suitable for real-time systems, sometimes with a caveat uh, that it, it only applied to so-called uh, soft real-time systems. And I'm using your air quotes there, soft real-time systems, not hard real-time. Um, and what they really meant was our database is really, really fast, and therefore you can use it in real-time systems. Um, and, and, you know, I, I tell you, I, I resisted having that, uh, those types of marketing statements 
uh, on behalf of Mogotric for a long time, but every other embedded database vendor out there was, was saying that. And the fact that we weren't was kind of a problem. So we also said that. So now you're really, really fast too. Well, we've always been really, really fast, <laughs> but, but now we're deterministically, you know, and that, I guess into another subtle point, you know, the, the performance metrics for a true real-time database are, are different than for just really fast databases. With, with really fast database, and ExtremeDB is also really fast, um, you know, the performance metric is some throughput, you know, whether you measure that in the number of megabytes or gigabytes that you're able to shove into the database within a period of time, or you're measuring it by transactions per second. Um, the metric for a real-time database system is the ratio of successfully completed to successfully aborted transactions. Obviously, you'd like 100% of your transactions to be successfully committed, but that's not always possible. You know, there's contention for hardware resources and things that might prevent that. So the metrics. Okay. Yeah. So we've talked a little bit about automotive. What are some of the other applications you're looking at that are most appropriate for what you guys are doing? Yeah. So uh, industrial automation is uh, another key market where you know maybe some robotic thing needs to happen within a, a predefined time frame. Um, uh, yeah, airborne systems, avionics. Uh, defense systems like uh, you know, missile tracking or battle management systems that, that need to know what the real world looks like in real time. Okay, very good. Well, thank you very much, Steve. I appreciate you taking the time. Oh, sure. Thank you, Rich. Thanks for having me. That was Steve Graves. He is the president and CEO of McObject, and I'm Rich Nass with Open Systems Media.